Hello and welcome back to Inside the USFL uh, podcast, giving you an inside look at the USFL from someone on the inside. It is game week and someone playing in that very first game is with me, Jordan McRae, Birmingham Stallion Center. I'm Zach Gruner. How's it going? Uh, excited uh, for game week? Yeah, man. I'm excited for game week. Uh, finally decided to go against someone else. We've been uh, going hard in camp, so just decided to put a good product on the field and Hopefully get that first dub. Uh, fans saw a little bit, like, like a little taste of what the production is going to be. One of the games was broadcasted. I know you guys went up against the Maulers. That wasn't yeah. broadcasted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm assuming they went through like a typical uh, game-like production for you guys. But how did all, all that go? So, yeah, it was pretty much just like the in-game production. So we ran a couple of plays, and then punted, kicked off, all those things as well. Just a thud scrimmage, though. Nobody was going to the ground, tag off. And um, just went through everything. So, like, the onside plays, the two-point, three-point plays, um, kicks and punts, and then the overtime scenario as well. So, really just to see how things would go from the production side of things. I didn't see it in live action, but I saw a clip of it. There's no chain, so there's no measuring for first downs. They had, like, some electric electronic signal in a similar similar way than or as tennis does it it seems like it looks like uh, mm-hmm. did you guys get to experiment with that and was that like a quick process or how did that go uh, i'm not gonna lie to you i didn't know exactly what they were doing and i guess it was pretty seamless because i didn't realize it like we were moving the ball and everything but it didn't seem like that much of a difference but from having chains and and not maybe just a little bit easier since there wasn't chains or people moving moving constantly but um from the player standpoint like i didn't see much of a difference yeah i mean we've talked about how the nfl likes to adopt things that work at these mm-hmm. lower levels and that is something like i don't know why that's not already something like yeah. the same way i don't think the usfl is doing this but there should be something in the end zone as well where it's like if it crosses the plane there then we don't know we don't need to take a guess at what's going on at the bottom of, of a pile mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know yeah, exactly. Before we get into game week, talk football, we do have a question from Grant Has Jones on Facebook. Uh, okay. He wants to know if you tried any of the soul food spots around the city, uh, more specifically Green Acres Chicken. Have you had that yet? I, I have not, but since I got a suggestion now from you. Uh, okay, for the people watching on YouTube, just so we know, it's not like we're cutting out anything uh, crazy. Jordan didn't go off book here and do anything crazy. Uh, but apparently, and we talked about this a little bit before stream too, a lot of players, or I'm, I guess, are a lot of players moving out of the hotel to be moving into apartments like you are? Or is this just sort of a, just a, no, you, know, there, you think? There, there's a good group, group of guys moving out. Like pretty much our whole office aligned moved out today. Today was the last day to be in the hotel for, for the free allotment. And, mm-hmm. um, the, the hotel is obviously more convenient because everything, all the meetings and stuff will be there. But guys are just thinking about cost efficient wise. It, it's uh, It makes more sense um, to get an, a short term lease or get an Airbnb or something like that. So that's just what we decided to do. A lot of the offensive line are staying in this same, this same area. So it just made sense for us. So is the hotel keeping that like that training room down in the basement like you guys were talking about before how they converted that are you still going to be able to go there for free and train oh yeah definitely yeah we'll still be able to go there for free lift weights for free 
all the treatment and stuff is just that we'll be staying a little bit further off. So that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, talking football now. We are it is game week, like we said. Saturday it kicks off at it looks like uh 7:30 Eastern. And it's gonna be on Fox and NBC. So this is gonna be a big thing. Birmingham Stallions yeah. versus the New Jersey Generals. Mm-hmm. Um, big question, apparently. This is a big thing. I don't know. I don't know the history behind it, but Birmingham Stallions fans do want to know this. And Shane Johnson is the one who asked it. Do you know if you're going to be wearing gold or white pants for the first game? Because apparently a lot of fans want the gold. I am not sure which ones we will be wearing. Um, So I wish I could help you with that one, but I just know that we have both. So we we will definitely see. When I figure out, I'll let Zach know. He'll he'll get back with you guys. Yeah, for sure. Apparently, uh, back in the 80s, that was the big thing. So a lot of fans are wanting that as sort of a throwback. They want to see the gold, but... Yeah, it sounds like okay. at some point, at least, they're going to see it. Yeah, they will. Uh, but like I said, first game is going to be against the Generals. So in terms of preparation, I'm sure you're watching some film. But like, what kind of film can yeah. you even watch? Are you watching USFL film from like that scrimmage? Or what are you watching? So first game is going to be a little bit of a toss-up. We don't know exactly what guys are going to be doing. And even, even though there is a film from the scrimmage that they played in, it's, it was a bit, very vanilla film, so I'm sure a lot of the first game is going to be about adjustments. So you just went through that scrimmage. Obviously, there is a little bit of a game feel that you can take from it. Uh, so far, does it feel game-wise, playing-wise, speed-wise, any different than like the XFL or AF that people may have watched before? Um, game-wise, at least it feels similar. Like There's good players that were on the field. Um, I mean, we'll get a better look at it on uh after saturday but um as of right now now it's, it's, it's similar to those leagues good good players good competition and, and um everything in game feels to look feels a little sped up because of the play clock and then them one of the games to be um a little bit going a little bit faster but besides that everything's pretty much similar uh, there's some bigger names there's some people that are definitely stepping up yeah, just showing like clips on social media and stuff like that. Some people have been wanting to know, have you seen any sort of standouts from your own team? Anybody you think is going to be uh, making a lot of noise? Obviously, we haven't seen a lot of contact. We haven't seen stuff like that. So uh, everything's tentative. Uh, but in terms of playmakers from the Stallions, who do you see shining so far? I feel like we have a really, really good group of guys. Um talented group and everybody's a little bit different so guys are going to contribute in a lot of different ways um, I like all the running backs um, 11 20 38 and then Bobby every now and then he's really a fullback but he can throw the rock and catch up the backfield as well um, receivers don't want to name anybody specifically because it's kind of mm-hmm. all those guys are the plays and I don't want to leave anybody out you know what I mean but um, everybody's going to contribute and um, Alex has been playing super well, and so has Daymar. So whoever's throwing the ball, we're gonna we're gonna make sure we're getting to the playmakers. Running backs are gonna run, and we'll have a really good, solid group. Also, I think um, it's gonna be a collective effort. Yeah, I'm, I've looked at your team specifically for obvious reasons, just looking at some of the players, and there's some really good players around the entire league. I think people are gonna be surprised 
And I think people have already been a little bit surprised just from the clips that have come out. They're like, oh, this is real football. This isn't going to be, yeah. you know, some high school tryout stuff. Like This is legitimate, good football. It's going to be sped up. It's going to be a lot of points. Uh, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be really good. I think people need to watch on Saturday. But, yeah, this is inside the USFL. We'll be talking about, obviously, the post-game stuff next week, what it's like to uh, put that in the rearview mirror, prepare for another opponent. But the Generals and Stallions do kick up on Saturday on Fox, NBC, 7.30 and Central. So watch that. And then Sunday, there are a whole bunch of games to watch afterwards. Uh, Jordan McRae from the Stallions is here. Uh, I am Zach Bruner, and we will both be back next week. See ya. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.